But uh, we're going to go back to the game now. And we've got a man who is known for beating the All Blacks. If I remember correctly, there was a time where they beat the All Blacks three times in a row. Coach Peter Develias joins us on the line. Coach, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. Good night, Gavijo. I'm, I'm so um, privileged that you are uh, having me on your line. And um, yeah, I, I hope that we can add value to the show. Yes, and I hope we don't lose you to rugby, Coach, because I heard you talking to Udo Karasa the other day saying you're in politics now. Yeah, you know, the reason why I, 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 I switched um, uh, uh, trades, as you, as you can mention, like that, is that the incompetent people in rugby, they try to control me. They try to, 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 to make decisions for me. And none of them are actually growing with the game. None of them care for the players that much. None of them are there because of their, of their, of their uh, IP. They're there because somebody has voted them in. Now, they control you. And yeah, I allowed it for too long because of my passion for the game and I'm looking forward to my new venture. And what are you hoping to achieve in this new venture? What's this new venture, coach, for those who are not aware? The same thing that I did in rugby. I, I will try to, to, to change lives, you know, um, the uh, imbalances of the past um, uh, is still there and it's growing. Uh, before we're going to take to the streets again to fight these things, I, I, I think I should go back for what I fought for in 1976 and 1984 and try and change the people's lives. You know, um, the one thing that I, that I do understand about communication is that you have to listen. And, and at this stage, our politicians is not listening to the people. So they don't understand the needs of the people because they make a law based on their own uh, understanding. And that is, might, might be far from, from, from what the people do understand. You know? mm. So are you saying not much has changed, Coach? In this country, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, I can I can say today that the reason why we fought um, it was because apartheid was a law then. Um, I think apartheid is still there. It's just not a law at this at the stage. Um, we have just exchanged our, our 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 racial apartheid for economic apartheid, you know. But it's still it's it, it's still there. And then and then we sideline the people. We have stolen their hope. Um, we have stolen their self-images, you know, self-respect. And now we are blaming them for not, for not applying to what our constitution is saying, but we don't, say, we don't tell the people that we are actually the custodians of, 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 of not making them feel human in, our, in their own country, you know. Mm. And, and coach, there's a big game tomorrow on the rugby field, the Springboks and, and uh, the All Blacks. Do you get excited when that game comes around? How do you feel? And, and who do you support when this game comes around? Yeah, I will always be a South African support. Um, God gave me the privilege to actually serve my country through this big game, you know. Um, but, but I'm also realistic. And um, even if I'm a, a Springbok supporter, it's going to be tough tomorrow for them against the All Blacks because... The overlaps, um, if you look at the statistics, um, at this moment, uh, the average pass has been made by teams in, in the world rugby is, is 2.7, and the overlaps average, uh, pass, average the passes by, by 7.9. So if you're used to defend 2.6 or 2.7, and suddenly you have to defend 7.9, you have to be more than fit to be around the, tier, the field to stop those kind of stuff, you know, and then, and, and, wow. I think I don't think that we we will be up for it, but it's going to be a tough game. And and by saying that, whenever the All Blacks play the Springboks or the Springboks play the All Blacks, the team that 
that that play the other team. Um, they will be inspired by the name of the opponent, you know. So the Orbis will inspire the Springboks and, and vice versa. And you are one man that knows how to beat the All Blacks. I I know I, I saw even this week media in New Zealand was speaking to you about the All Blacks and about South African rugby. I saw one of the interviews that that um, that you did that side. Um, what does it take to beat the All Blacks, coach? And how did you get it right? Well, I'm 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 really amazed about how much respect the people from New Zealand have for me and the people in my own country. They mm. don't um, they don't want me part of this game, you know. Um, there's only one way to beat the Oblix. Only one way. You must respect them. Because if you respect them, you will be ready for anything that they might throw at you. Um, don't be in awe of them. Respect them and fight fire with fire, you know. So, yeah, that is for me it was that we were never afraid of them. Um, we had no, no fear on the field. We looked at what their game breaker, who their game breakers were. And we tried our best to nullify their efforts. And, um, yeah, it worked for us. Mm. And and what kind of rugby did your team play? Because we told about a traditional style of SA rugby, which is to use the forwards, um, uh, just bruise everybody up there up front and just use the power, drive, 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 get that try. For you, what kind of rugby did you use to beat the All Blacks for those who are not aware? I don't think what you were mentioning now, what you described is a traditional way of of, of, of playing rugby. It's just that we we uh, have fallen into that trap that our coaches feel feel protected if they play that kind of rugby, you know. Um, what we played, we, we, we played total rugby. And we prepared for three, four years. Um, we prepared to, to, to play the situation in front of us. So the players uh, were equipped to make their own decisions on the day. And, um, and that is tough for a coach to do because now you sit with, 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 with 15 minds on the game. You see different pictures and all those kind of things. And you have to approve what they are doing and um yeah so so yeah we we allowed them to make their own decisions we prepared them for it we um, now today if you look at, at our rugby today three or four uh skills is the only thing that they are doing kicking chasing scrumming the, those little skills but there's none other that can be a game breaker on the day and and that is our problem i think and when you look at the team do they have those game breakers like you had back in your day well, we had we had we had a good a good blend um, of, of of strengths and weaknesses. And the one's weakness, if you take a guy like Bakis, his weakness mm. were his weakness were that he, he might he might just get one or two yellow cards in the game. That's a weakness that we had. But it became a strength for Victor and for Pierre and for those guys because they knew when Bakis were there, they can do whatever they wanted to do, you know. <laughs> so if it's both a team, you, you don't go for the best players because the best players don't become Springboks. The best team becomes Springboks. And at this stage, I can't see that we are a very good team because to me, there's no game breakers in the back line, for, for instance. So what we did with our game breakers in the back line, we, the back line took the responsibility to bring the forwards into the game. Nowadays, the forwards are the only guys who's, who's playing a kind of game that they need to bring the best in the game. And it doesn't work like that. Your best is the guys, the forwards must produce the ball and the best must bring them into the game again. So there's no, there's no Jean de Villas, there's no Habana in this team, there's no Jacques Fourie. Yeah, but there's only names, you know. And if you, if mm. you, if there was before them, there was no Jean de Villas before them and a Brian Habana before them. But there were people who inspired Brian Jean de Villas 
and and and, and Rainer Bonner to become the best that they can be. Now we look at those kind of backline players today. Um, they are waiting for the scrum up to kick so that they can chase. So they don't need the skill to be a game a game breaker, and that is your problem. Why what you do have and 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 and, and sitting with because. There's no center, the inside center that is creating a, a, a gap for a wings or for a fullback to run through, you know. And yeah, everybody's there on his own, their own. And just before we let you go, coach, I know you are hosting people there. Um, is there any victory that's sweeter than the other when you coach the box to win over the All Blacks? No coach has a most successful record, by the way. No Springbok coach has the most successful record of beating the All Blacks than Pira de Villiers. I know there was the win in Daned in Ricky January. There was also the one in Hamilton. Or are they all sweet for you? Yeah, you know what? Um, winning and then losing, I did treat them the same. The one is just much better than the other one. Um, uh, the great thing is I never underprepared my team. We prepared for any, any, any circumstances on the day. But you can't control winning and losing. So that was the part of the game that, that we couldn't control winning and losing, but we could control how we prepared. And most of the time our prepare was sound, our preparation was sound, and then we all had that sweetness that you were talking about, and that was long. It's a, it's a weak, long sweetness that nobody can take away from you. Yeah, and and I know you touched on this, but how do you feel when 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 people in New Zealand call you to talk about the All Blacks? Because I've actually just managed to find that article that you did with New Zealand, with the New Zealand Herald. Those guys called you this week to talk about this game. It's so the, the respect that they do have for my abilities and what we did, and and and. And, and they, they actually said to me that the people in New Zealand have such a lot of respect for, for what I achieved and, 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 and how I do things, you know. And here you are in your own country. Nobody want, even want to speak to you. People just want to get rid of you. So, yeah, it, 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 it makes you feel good that, that people do value you still in the world. Um, it might not be in your own country, but that's fine because your country will never be the world. But if people respect you in the world, then your country will see um, what they are missing, you know. Mm. I've just got a question here before I let you go coach they want to know Paul wants to know can you ask coach PDV if the if the Springboks must play a more running brand of rugby or can the rugby that they've been playing work for them tomorrow now you know um, anything you do on a rugby field anything just tell Paul I say um, that's what you all want to see but anything you do running kicking um, whatever you do, you have to earn the right to do it. So if you didn't create uh, the opportunity to do those things, you can't do it. And that is why you, 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 you put some set plays and, and face plays together to create those opportunities to do those things that you're sitting. And if you have created that opportunity and you see what the opponents do allow you, then you go for it. But if you don't have the skill, even if you set up those kind of things, you can't do it. Mm. Last question here from Andile. Is Coach PDV going to come back to coach or is he now fully focused on his political career? You know, I am so relieved that I am not depending on rugby people anymore to decide for me whether I should coach or whether I don't coach or whether I am successful or not successful. I am so, so relieved. I think they can take their game and they can, and they can, can, can make it feel good because what I learned about rugby people the game has become an ID document for them. If you take it away from them, they're nothing. So let them only rather keep the game, make it the ID document. But the one thing I can say today to you is that they are taking our country backward step by step.
Okay, coach. Let's leave it there. We wish you all the best in your new uh, adventure. You sound really passionate about it, and I know you always give it your all in everything that you do. So all the best, and thank you for being able to take our call tonight. And thank you. And for the people, again, I just want to say the next, the next thing is not the kind of shoes that you wear that you take you to, to, to success. It's how you walk with it that will take you to success. So forget about the brand. Just close yourself with the fact that you are in control. Okay. Wise words there from a wise man, Peter Devilias. Thank you, Coach, for speaking to us. We'll never forget you. We will always appreciate what you did. Thanks, people never thank you coach people never forget how you make them feel and when you bit the all blacks folks uh, people will definitely never forget you that's why we can also never forget a certain ricky january uh, maybe i should say it now we were actually due to speak to ricky january um last week but he couldn't join us because he's coaching in france and then he said he'll speak to us this week but he also couldn't join us this week uh, hopefully next week then we will be able to speak to Ricky January because he's also remembered for that breakaway try against the All Blacks there in that match. Was it Daned in there uh, when he scored that uh, breakaway try, Coach Ricky January? But I'm sure we'll get to speak to him um, on the show. That was Coach Peter De Villiers saying it's, it's not the kind of shoes that you used to walk, but it's how you walk in those shoes, if I heard him correctly, right? So you can have Felskoons and you can have Nikes, but it depends how you walk in those shoes that's what will take you far um but let's continue talking springboks and uh, all blacks and let's look at the technical side of it now we are joined by sports journalist uh, with news 24 um also an analyst and commentator sometimes here at the sabc kanyiso chwako kanyiso good evening young man thank you for speaking to us on safm uh good evening good evening did you go to wusu walter walter sisulu university yes Proud alumni, proud alumni. Graduated on the class of 2011. Proud alumni. Okay, young man. Did you play rugby? I did. I played rugby from the age of 11 up until 21. Oh, you were at Wusu from the age of 11 up until 21? No, no, no. no. <laughs> not at university. university. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, the rugby structures weren't sound at the time. They're not as sound as they are now. So I, I yeah. kind of didn't know who we were to go to and who to go to play rugby. But thankfully, um, Wusu now has got a very good rugby program that's going. I think those who've been able to watch um, the Varsity Shield, they would have been seeing the kind of work that uh, the late the late diplomatula and Akonamsi team has been putting in. So um, our school has got a, a very good rugby program going there for themselves. And that's where I was going with this because they are the All Blacks. They do the haka and they get a lot of criticism for doing for for doing the haka. What's what's the history behind that? Look, I mean, um, there's a piece that I wrote this week that explains. Um, oh, is it? The, yes, uh, it's, uh, yes it, it's just explaining the, the the political issues behind the hundred years of All Blacks and Springboks. So, I mean, a number of people. I mean, a number of people of color associate with. Um, or that simply because they feel that the Springboks haven't been transformed enough. And when you look at the record between the All Blacks and the Springboks, especially from 1992 onwards, it's been a bit, uh, one, would, one would need to start using the word rivalry quite loosely because it's been a bit of one-way traffic. I mean, um, between uh, this thing, between uh, 2012 and 2017, when Arlasi, not Heine and uh, what's his name again? Alistair Kutsia were coaches. Springboks only won one out of 12 matches. Um, so where do we start calling the rivalry when it's clear that um, the men in black were very, very dominant? I mean, 
in, in one piece that I wrote this week, I took a fair bit of criticism from the readers when I looked at the five times the All Blacks cleaned the floor with the Springboks, and I was like, but why are you angry? Because we can't, when you're looking at the history of the All Blacks and the Springboks, you can't look past these results. You can't look past 52-16 at Rockstars um, in 2003. I mean, I remember watching that game with my cousins on TV. We were like, Ivo, what is happening to the Springboks? Um, you know, there, there was a game, I think they'd lost in Wellington the year before, 41-20, but they came back well um, at home and they lost 30-23 um, at Kings Park. But that result was a proper shock to the system. I mean, a similar result happened three years later um, when they lost 45-26. And then Rockstars first fall, then John Smith was captain. To a point where the OPEC didn't take losses until 2018. So one can imagine that um, it, it looked, and, and a lot of people, they, they, they criticize um, the people who support OPEC, but it, it's the very same people who will say that uh, will criticize um, the people who criticize people who support OPEC. You never hear them saying anything about supporting Bavana. They'll be quick to mention the team that support overseas. They'll say, no, I support a particular country. But when you talk about them supporting Bafana, but like, but you can't support the team. I mean, I think the very same, um, the very same thing has to be applied because people who support Oplex, um, have their reasons to support Oplex. But I think on the one side, they'll also be happy that the Oplex are a successful side. And it's the success of the Oplex that they are supporting. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Kanyiso Chwaku there, uh, just giving us his thoughts on the All Blacks and uh, the Box rivalry. Looks like he's got his hands full this evening, this young man. Uh, but if you also want to weigh in, give us your score. I've got a 28-15 from the first voice note for the Box there. Uh, but Errol reckons it's going to be really close, but it's still going to be tough uh, for the Springboks uh, to beat the All Blacks tomorrow. We've got a tweet here from Matimu Wakashikombe, who says that I am one of those who don't support the Springboks. The All Blacks have my support. That's Matimu Wakashikombe here on Twitter. Now, can you so fast forward a hundred years later? Let's look at the two teams that will line up uh, tomorrow. What do you make of the box and the team that they've picked and how do you expect them to play tomorrow? Look, um, hey, we, we actually we actually don't know what kind of box team will rock up mentally um, for this particular test. I mean, you don't need any motivation to play against All Blacks. I mean, if you look at um, the significance of this game, look, it's being dumbed down a bit based on the fact that the game is taking place in Townsville in Australia, which is quite an outpost and quite a big rugby league area. Um, as compared to Dan Eden, which is uh, the Society for Stadium, in Dan Eden, which is top of like, the Union area. And remember that the first test between the teams um, took place at the now defunct Carrisburg um, back on August 13, 1921. But um, back to the present. Um, the box, we actually don't know what, uh, what, what kind of shape or form will happen. in. Um, I mean, look, they, they, they played in first and starts in the first test. They were absolutely a prison in the second test in, in the two matches against Australia. So one would say that the Springboks are due a very good performance, and also the Oplex are due a very bad performance, in that the Oplex, when you look at the matches that they've played against Australia and Argentina, um, it's very easy to say that they haven't been tested by those sides. I don't think they've played a forward pack that has put their backs under pressure, because in every one of those games, you see the Oplex have been thriving on front football, and even one of the games, they were actually happy um, against Australia to just thrive off, 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 off turnover ball. But um, their pack um, has not been put under pressure. I mean, there's a particular game I always make reference to was the England um, game in the World Cup semi-final, um, where yes, they were absolutely the hammered. They fought absolutely hammered. And, I mean, Brody Retallick was taken out of the game. Scott Barrett was taken out of the game. 
where England did their proper homework in terms of making sure that New Zealand strike colours. Um, even artists of were kept quiet. And one could quickly realise that that um, the All Blacks were, were, were human um, as a team. Um, they were very much human as a team. So, in every word, that the All Blacks were going to this game as favourites. But I think deep down, they realised that the Springboks um, have, in, in, in the past, have often thrived um, as a team that uh, has sent back to the world. And I mean, tomorrow, um, you can only imagine the public backlash if they're copper hiding. And actually, even if they lose, if they lose playing well, which hasn't been the case of the past games, um, there could be that modicum of sympathy. But also, I mean, the Springboks do have a very big point proven that they haven't always been able to sustain their World Cup winning momentum. But if you look at 1995 when they won, I mean, the Oblast came here and won the first ever series. I mean, they actually won three out of four tests when they were here in 1996. And if you look back um, between 2008 and 2011, yes, in those 11 tests under Peter Davis, the split was six five to the Oblast. But there was a year that big stars and team repeated the Willis lost three tests um, against All Blacks, two away and one at home. So at the end of the day, the All Blacks have always felt that even though the Springboks um, have been world champions um, one, two or three times, they haven't always been the best team in the world. And I think um, I think a big score that will be settled um, is to see who's the best team in the world. I mean, the British Army side, um, they came to thinking that they would upset Evercard by beating the Springboks, and that didn't happen. So, look, it's going to be a very interesting game to see. And I think also how the Springboks play is going to be very important to see. Should should they run it a bit more like we've been asking them to? Or should they avoid running it? Because um, it looked very clumsy last week when they tried to run, to run it against the Wallabies. It's, it's like they didn't even practice it. They just thought, OK, let's rock up here and let's run it. But we've seen when they play rugby, we saw in that final against England in the World Cup, they played some rugby there and they won the match. I th- you see, that's where the, 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 the balance needs to be drawn. Um, I mean, we, we also saw in Argentina test when they tried to run the ball, um, they looked very clumsy. But when they picked up opportunities where they actually got into very good positions to actually score tries, I mean, if you look at Elton Yankees uh, in, the, in that Argentina test where they put through a very good cross for Apelene as fast as you can, I mean, that's entertaining, right? Um, but the, the problem is, it's just that when the box getting to uh, enterprises positions, if I can put it, it's like they lose their thinking faculties. I'll make an example of one movement where Fafi Clare had a clear blind side to work with and had an overlap because Australia was defending so narrow. But he decided to use open side where even though Australia was defending narrow, um, they, they, they had numbers matching on the other side. So it's not like the box can't say second rugby. It's when they need to play attacking rugby that, and, they, and when they need exit, um, that becomes a problem. And you rightly alluded that in the World, in, in the World Cup final, whenever they got into situations where they could attack and punish England, they did, I mean, that's what the OPEX do. The OPEX don't try to move the ball from side to side. They pick their moments. They say, look, they identify a weak, a weak point, they attack the weak point, and they get points out of it. So if the OPEX identifies a turnover ball, they'll look at an opportunity, ensure that they've got the best strikers, their best runners um, getting on the ball, and also ensure that they've got the support and ensure that that particular momentum is not wasted. So it's not like the Springboks can't attack. I mean, um, if you look at last year, this is the first time that the Springboks were scored in a test match um, this year. So it shows that their defense um, was found wanting. But it also shows that when they've got an opportunity to protect and attack from the right areas on the field and also execute, they've actually got it right. Okay, let's hear some of the voice notes, what our listeners are saying about this game. Big game, clearly judging by the reaction. I remember Tulane from Milan. Hey, 
you know, the, the All Blacks. They're the only team that I'm scared of. But the recently, <laughs> I see we're winning against them. But hey, they can change from uh, average team to exceptional team when they play against us. And South Africa, you know them. They can just switch from ordinary, from ordinary to extraordinary. Let's wait and see the 100 game. But I give it to the Springboks. They are the world champs. They are not the world champs for nothing. South Africans. Thanks. Nice. Playing against um, our blacks is a motivation itself. They don't need motivation. Yeah. You know you're playing the best team in the world. You just pick up, you pull up your socks. Anyway, I'm hoping that the guys will do themselves proud and the country. Um, it's great to hear from people such as um, Peter Tivillius because he had a great record um, against our blacks. Um, and it's surprising that he's being celebrated in foreign countries rather than ours. It's seen here from Willow Valley in the Eastern Cape. Okay, thank you for those voice notes there. Yeah, uh, Peter de Villiers is, I don't, I, I don't know what's the right word to use for him, but um, he's an interesting character, Peter de Villiers. And they always say a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown. And by the way, in the United Rugby Championship, I've just switched on here at the TV, the Lions are beating Zebra 26-0 after 22 minutes. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming, especially how badly the Lions have been performing. But uh, they've had a new coaching staff now, Albert van der Berg, Ricardo Lobscher, and uh, Jacques Fourie, part of this coaching staff, to assist uh, Cash van Roy. And so they're off to a fantastic start. Let's see if they'll hold on. It's still the first half. So then, how do you see it going tomorrow, Kanyes? Look, um, I put it this way. I, I do expect the spin box to lose. Um, but I, I think what, what, what a lot of people want, really want to see is, is to see the Springboks playing fast than they did in the, in, in the past two the thing, mm. um, in the past two matches. Um, I think that's the one thing that has been very disappointing um, for the thing. And I think that's one thing that's been very disappointing for well, a lot supporters. of people, especially over the past two cases, that they haven't actually played um, to their capabilities, especially in the way that they saw in the second and the third test. So I think um, in the same sense, it's British and Irish line. So it won't come as a surprise if, uh, if, if the All Blacks win. But I think um, what what needs to be seen is a very a, a far more improved Springbok performance. I think that's what the people, a lot of people expect. Okay, wonderful. Can you say?